From the House of Foxes, it's Our Voices, one chapter told week by week. I am Bhavish Pitter. Chapter 1, Desert Fox, 16 December 1998. We are at war at Pit Terror. anyone who threatens the united states of america will not be forgiven and will be dealt with full force of our actions i am here to inform you that we have successfully destroyed the terror bases and have flattened their ammunition warehouses with coordinated efforts from each of our allies we had credible information and exact location of our enemies to act upon As the leader of the free world it was our moral obligation to act upon these enemies of humanity At this point in time I can only give you this information A decorated general briefed the press reporters at the Pentagon following the successful military operation called the Desert Fox on 21st December 1998 At that same very moment I opened my eyes My name is Rohit and this is my story. I was an 8-year-old boy, young and playful. I woke up cramped in the middle of a group of people in the back seat of an old Toyota Hilux pickup truck. Traveling at the speed of around 40 miles per hour. We were fleeing the carnage created by the fallen military just a few days ago. I was wearing an oversized brown sweater and a poncho. made from a white plastic bag to windproof it my elder brother idris had made this poncho for me he had scribbled an enormous number 7 on it with the name rahul written on it i didn't know who he was but it almost rhymed with my name and i was happy i wore it when i was playing football with idris he always scored more goals than me he was bigger and faster Meanwhile I had no idea where we were drawing Someone had picked me up and put me in this truck My leg and head were hurting I felt bruised and my skin was burning It was like the bruise I had when I fell from a tree bruising my chest against that tree bark It turned red and I screamed in pain My mother had applied a white cream on it to heal so i had to sleep without my shirt that night this time i was alone the people around me in the truck looked familiar they had covered themselves with scarves to protect them from the winter breeze everyone looked tired and emotionless my face was soiled and lips were cracked by the cold dry wind i was very hungry and thirsty The last meal I ate was 7 days ago on my father's birthday when my mother had cooked his favorite meal lamb kebabs and rice. We ate in the backdrop of the sound of explosions coming from a far far away. I lived with my family, my father Ahmed Khan Bidlisi, 
my mother Nadia Bidlisi my younger sister Sara who was a year younger to me and my elder brother Idris who was 9 years old and always ran faster than any other kid in the my school we went to the same school he was stronger and bigger than his friends we lived on the outskirts of old tikrit saddam hussein's hometown my father used to tell us stories about saddam he would tell us fairy tales about how he won wars and saved iraq from evil and when we did not go to sleep on time he would tell us about a monster called butcher of baghdad and how he took away little children who were awake after bedtime idris didn't believe him but sara and i did we closed our eyes pretending to sleep but idris would sneak up after lights were switched off and stand next to the window to see the shooting stars some nights there were many shooting stars in the sky and those nights i slept in between my day which is my mother and bav which is my father i saw many children and women around me in that truck it was a long ride often someone from the truck would ask the women to raise their children in the air as to indicate to the passing fighter jets about the passengers of the vehicle to avoid getting bombed by them and getting caught in the middle of a crossfire the driver was a young woman she had covered her face with a scarf to protect from the incoming wind through the broken car windshield we took around 4 hours to reach a place where we were supposed to go it was a base station of volunteer doctors who were helping the civilians injured in the war time this situation was just on the perimeter of the baghdad it was built there to avoid getting to active war zone my body was numb with pain my blood from the bruises had dried up i was injured by the collapsing house wall which fell on us while we were sleeping i saw bow day idris caught under the wall before i passed out i did not see sara and when i woke up i was in the truck idris and i used to fight a lot my mother and my father were patient with us unlike many of our friends parents bow loved watching us get into arguments and then make up bow also loved watching mohammad ali fight he had recorded video of mohammad ali and some other boxer boxing in middle of a huge playground mohammad ali was a hero to him he had torn posters of ali versus foreman in our house stuck on now crumpled wall Idris and I copied boxing moves we saw in the movie and fought like them. We took bow turban and made gloves out of it. Little Sara was our referee. Idris always won. Bow's love for boxing made him very patient man with us. Idris loved boxing but not me. I loved to just fight with him and other times to play football with my friends in the school. Whenever there was no curfew outside we five boys and Sara made a football out of our old clothes and played it in a small background 
behind the mosque. Our car came to a screeching stop. This woke me up from my unconsciousness, which I was falling in and out of it. Keep your hands up on the wheels. Both your hands on the wheels. I looked up. A man with a big gun was screaming at us, asking us to keep our hands above our heads. Everyone started to scream. I couldn't. I was just staring at him. A loud bang followed and the screams grew louder. Our driver was shot. Everyone in the car was crying with their heads held down. They were NATO soldiers asking us to keep our hands above our heads and climb out of the truck one by one. There were huge dogs barking at us while we were climbing out. The dogs reminded me of my neighbor's dog. I fed him when I didn't like my food. I did not understand what was happening. They asked us to remove all our clothes and walk away from the truck. We were taken into a large empty room. It was similar room to our mosque. It was big and spacious. I was hungry and in burning pain. My eyes were hurting and they were dry. I looked around to see if I could find any of my family or friends that I can recognize. but they were not there a golden-haired woman approached me whom i had never seen before she picked me up and put some white cream over my bruises just like my mother day she gave me food water and a blanket to sleep i shared my bed with another boy i knew from my school who i remember calling him isaac I cannot find my bay by bab and day I told him he replied We are the only people alive from our village the Americans bombed our village and killed everyone we have no home to go to we are now traitors to our nation and enemies to the world I did not understand what he said but he looked scared Isaac was from my school he had lost his family during the bombing too I had seen him in Idris's class. We shared the bed and food together for the next few days. My injuries were he- healing more quickly than the other boys and I started to eat better. We were all confined to that one large room and the little compound outside where we dried our clothes after washing and sat down to look at the bright sky. Isaac taught me how to wash my clothes. I only had a t-shirt a sweater and a pair of pants to wash my poncho was made of plastic and isaac told me if i wash it i would lose the number 7 written on it i did not want to take that risk isaac and i would sit in the compound and watch our clothes dry while we covered ourselves with our sleeping blanket to keep ourselves warm over the next few days the golden haired lady gave us some rugs to sleep and play with we started to imitate box imitate boxing using our clothes and leftover rugs each passing day i saw someone from our group going away with a bag and they never returned i thought they found their families and were returning to their villages 
Later I was told by Isaac that they were going to a far away safe place where there was snow, many golden-haired people and a big burgers. I did not know what a burger was. After about 3 days, a man came next to our bed and told Isaac to pack his bags and be ready to leave. I was happy for Isaac. He would get to meet burgers and many golden-haired people. Years later I figured out that the golden hair on the burger picture were potato fries. He would be happy to meet them as he used to talk a lot about them with and a with a big smile on his face. It was Friday morning and you as I heard the azan prayer call. We were the last five left in the compound as our documents were missing and identities were unknown. we would have be to be registered and documented before we could leave the compound the golden hair woman came to me and told me rohit you are a lucky boy god is smiling upon you and i will find your home soon i was very happy hearing that i spoke to her in kurdish golden hair woman i'm missing my bab and they idris and sara will there be there at home too she smiled and put her hand on my head and replied in kurdish my name is anka yes we will find them are you hungry she gave a moon shaped sweet bread with a hole in it i was very happy to it it was very sweet and delicious while i was eating i overheard saying to someone all the places are full and i don't know what to do I cannot find a solution. Help me. Every passing night, we could hear loud bombing and gunshots from distant towns. Sometimes closer to our compound. One night, Anka was cleaning my bruises and clearing my band-aids. She was helping everybody. I could see her from my face that she was getting weaker. and looked worried i asked her in kurdish you are getting thinner are you missing your days food too did your mother cook food that you are missing end of chapter 1 Voices is produced by me. Music by Anchor. Please check it out on our website houseoffoxes.com where you can also download the ebook and find the nearest paperback store. Sign up for our email newsletter and be notified when new episodes are released. Please share this with your friends and family. Thank you and have a great day.